Hello once again, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Uh, before we get into this week's episode, of course, a thank you to our sponsors that help us bring the show to you for free on whichever podcast platform you choose to listen. I don't and think we have any sponsors anymore. I was just going to say, it's been a while since <laughs> I've gotten on this horse. <laughs> I don't even think that we have any sponsors anymore. Fight TV. We're working on it. Fight Plus. Fight TV, yeah, yeah. Join the e- Fight EVB Plus co- app. It's e- EVP Coach Jimmy's working on a blockbuster deal right now. Hopefully, uh, details soon. That's all, <laughs> I, that's all I can say about that. Yeah. Uh, hey, we we still love our friends, of course, at uh, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue. So check them out on social media at Smoking underscore Jay's J A Y S B B Q. I thought he was uh, going to show up at. Uh, I thought he's going to show up at uh, Four Sports. I didn't. I haven't heard from him in a while, but. I thought maybe yeah, he's going to show up. Well, guess not. Guess not. Uh, as always, I should say always, there was one episode that you weren't here, believe it or not. That's crazy to think about. But uh, AIW owner John Thorne is here. My name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts. And, uh, you know, he was not there. We didn't have Smoke and Jays. But uh, it's been a while since we've done a shout out segment. And we don't necessarily have to do it, but we did have the locker room catered thanks to our guy, Morty, uh, from over at Rookies. So that was huge. Big shout out to Morty for hooking it up for everybody in the back. Uh, and that oh, was pretty I didn't see fantastic. That. So there's, there's, uh, there's double catering then. Oh, what else did we have? We were uh, catered by G-licious pizza as well. Okay. There all you the go. Pizza and, all that pizza and salad back there was from G-licious pizza. Oh, Morty made something. Did you see there was like a crock pot or something back there? I did not. Oh, there, did not. Oh, there was. There was. He made something. I don't know if it was like a chili or a soup or what the deal was. Exotic for, for me anyway. I stuck with the yeah, G-licious sure. catering. Yeah, pepperoni or cheese. And uh, you were feeling pretty good probably. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know if I was feeling good, but (laughs) I ate some food. food. Shout out to the, shout out to the razor man for, uh, setting that deal up. We will get in a a lot of talk about the razor man today. Uh, but, uh, that's for, you know what, let's just get into that because it's, it's the shout out segment and he deserves a shout out for all that he did there. Uh, so we might as well just go right into that. Uh, as we sit here and record this, we are uh, several days removed from Hell on Earth 17, which is uh, just crazy to think about that milestone in itself, I'm sure, for you. Uh, 17 November. But Plus, we this, missed one. There was a COVID November in there. Yeah, yeah. So this would have been Hell on Earth 18, which is really wild. Uh Nonetheless, everything was going great, and then it truly was well, hell on let's earth get, right before the show started. Yeah. So, uh, well, shout out to uh, shout out to uh, Mike Weber and uh, Eric Bischoff, who discussed uh, the AIW acquisition on Eric Bischoff's eighty three weeks later podcast uh, recently. So that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that's real cool. Deal. <laughs> he went in a little bit of detail about. Um, us joining the service. So that was a nice little plug ski for AIW. Uh, also shout out to the ringer for that amazing article that they wrote. Did you, did you read that? 
I did, yeah. Nice little write-up about the uh, intense title, Triple Threat, and that's pretty cool. What what is uh what who wrote that? it was his name Phil Schneider I think is his name that wrote that um yeah that sounds right I know it was Phil I don't remember the last name but yeah that's the that's the second time yeah Phil Schneider uh Phil A Schneider uh on Twitter um that's the second time I believe we've been featured in uh the Ringer article uh so that's pretty cool uh pretty cool for uh Derek Kaplan and uh, Matthew Justice to be, you know, sandwiched in there between uh, the Sami Zayn bloodline stuff and uh, <coughs> Chris Jericho stuff. Uh, pretty uh, pretty cool spot for those guys to be in. I know that they were all pretty excited about that. Uh, but, yeah, I wanted to uh, – if you haven't seen the article, you can find it on all of AIW's social media. Um, it is pretty funny. Uh, just – I think it says that uh, Kaplan is like the modern day, like Dick the Bruiser or something like that. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it said that they worked without smarts, which I, I they worked very hard, but with no smarts at all. And I thought that was like the most perfect motto for AIW as a whole, uh, as uh, we will get into here in a second. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I just wanted to plug that uh, article because it was super cool to uh, be featured in be featured on the ringer again and uh, get a little bit of uh, good publicity. Yeah. Always good to get some, some good publicity. Um, so you want me, again, you want me to get well, this? I was just going to say it's, just, it's especially good to get good publicity. Uh, you know, like it, it's great to, we will, we're going to talk about this in just a moment, but with all the chaos that kind of uh, was filling our evening, uh, it's great to come out with uh, something so positive like that, you know, I mean, it ends up being a great show, but then on top of that, now you get this extra added little thing to, to, you know, make us feel really good. <laughs> well, before we get into, before we get into that, how's it feel to be back on the podcast? You've been, you've been gone for a while. And I mean, we took uh, a little hiatus, you know, before that we, we've, uh, I think you did one here in between not that long ago, but yeah, it's, it's been uh, few and far between. Feeling feeling good, you know. It, I, it's also worth noting that um, you know you got us. Uh, we've got a new uh, setup, so I would venture to guess that uh, we'll get back to. It's probably crazy to people to think that we're still doing this remotely uh, because we found it to be easier. But I am starting to think that it was easier when we'd get together and we're like, you know, what, let's just hammer out a whole bunch of podcasts over the course of several hours. Uh, yeah, person, you know, like we would we sometimes we would sometimes do the whole month in like uh, one little you know one little get together. So you know, it it was a lot easier to accomplish. We accomplished a lot more in a shorter amount of time. To where, when we are doing it weekly like this, it is with everybody's schedules a little harder to get everybody on the same page and together. Um, you know, based on you know work, real life various other things that could pop up here and there it's it's was real difficult to get people together um like this like we're doing right now uh it sounds crazy even though you know we're doing it remotely but schedules are vastly different you know than they were uh, a couple months ago so uh we're trying to make it work but i just wanted to uh welcome you back um you know we're giving mr two legs the week off 
because his schedule wasn't really uh, lining up with the uh, the schedules that we had available this week. So um, I believe you can, he's recording Pod Van Dam. I think probably as we are recording this. Yeah, yeah. It's always you know always good to be back on the. Are they? I don't know that they're airwaves. I guess they're not really airwaves, are they? They're uh, digital waves, <laughs> whatever you want to call it at this point with the the way podcasting works. But it's, it's pretty, nice. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy because, um, you know, as as I've been working more and more on the Patreon stuff, and you know, we've been kind of uh, you know ramping up with the new equipment and all that stuff. I do think that I'm going to take down a lot of the old podcasts from the public feed. And just make them um, Patreon exclusive, and you know, I, I was going through and I was trying to, you know, make sure I have everything, and I was downloading stuff, and um, you know, because I don't want to delete it off of our feed before I, you know, I double and triple check that we have it, because some of that stuff, you know, if it's lost, it would be just a travesty if it was lost forever, you know, especially mm-hmm. all the stuff with the biggins. Yeah, and. Uh, You've been on since like week twenty-two, I think. Yeah, I think that's it's been what a I long time. The other day, I think you took over on uh, episode twenty-one or twenty-two. Uh, R.I.P. to the old to the old <laughs> original uh, host that uh, got this thing going. But uh, <laughs> screw that yeah, guy. I thought, <laughs> I thought that was uh, I thought that was pretty crazy to to think about, and then. You know, I, I think I think Biggins is, you know, only on for like the first, you know, 40 something episodes. Um, so that's also crazy because we're at like two, like 58 or 59 at this point. Yeah. So let's see. I took over. If you went back and looked. Um, I want to say I took over in either October or November. And so that probably would have been, gosh, October, November, 2016. Yeah. 2016. I think. So you and I have been doing this together for six years. Man, time flies, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, man, that's amazing. That's a while to think about. It is crazy though, because like, you know, Mount Carmel seems like it was just, yesterday and like that's like it's like two like that's like two venues ago kind of you know what i mean like there was there's like yeah. a weird venue or two in between there before we even landed at the odeon yep yeah and, you know the the odeon is like few and far between now for the schedule for next year anyway you know so it's it's pretty crazy but those mount carmel days seem like just yesterday uh so december marks my seven year anniversary as a ring announcer the aiw Man, that is just crazy to me. You know, COVID COVID just messed everything up, though, you know? Oh, for sure. Like, it's like we're stuck in this time vacuum or something. Like, because you really can't even count, like, a year and a half, right? Like, you can't even count a year. Like, like we're just saying, like, this should have been hell on Earth 18, but it's 17. You know, it's just, uh, it's pretty crazy. And it just feels like time stopped moving at, at, at some point. <laughs> and to say that you, you've been doing it for six years is pretty pretty crazy. Yeah, that um, 
that first show, December 2015, we have the AIW Academy Draft, Team Johnny versus Team Candice. And uh, Team Johnny ends up signing Tommaso to a one-day contract. Like, that all is, is that, that show. Uh, yeah, it's like a it's like a lifetime ago, but it doesn't feel like a lifetime ago, right? Yeah, EC3 versus uh, Chuck Taylor. It's one of the first matches I ring announced. <laughs> it's Boy, um, he was controlling the narrative. Yeah. <laughs> Before Dave the, uh, takes a, Dave the Potato tries to do take a body slam or do a body slam, and I remember something. About oh, it. tries to take a rock bottom and just sandbags it. That's what it is. Yeah. God awful. Just terrible. He's going to text me and, for bringing up his name on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Oh, and we all, we also but, end uh, up yeah, with uh, I'm trying to think, uh, Colonel Parker was on that show too. Bunkhouse Buck. Was Bunkhouse Buck there? Maybe not. Uh, I know Scott Hall was the meet and greet. Wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. Oh, man. That's wild. I mean, it's just, uh, it's, I don't know. It's crazy to think uh, that, you know, technically 18, 18 Novembers of my life have uh, been involved in AIW. I don't know how I feel about that sometimes. <laughs> still haven't made it yet, folks. Yeah. I know. I was going to say, and you, and you still feel like, uh, you know, hey, maybe, maybe we're turning the corner soon here and maybe this will turn into something. Been turning the been turning the corner for a while. Been looking for the corner for a while. <laughs> bad, bad. GTS in your mind, this is still just days. a tiny little thing. Yeah, it, it it is a tiny little. I mean, well, we're gonna let's get into the how tiny of a thing it really is because nothing defines that more <laughs> than this Friday. Um. So you know, with the move to fight, we have invested in all this equipment and we've done you know with this i don't know what, what would you say this is probably uh this would have been our fourth our, our fourth or fifth stream you know attempt, yeah that's what i was trying to think yeah it's equipment. our fourth or fifth we um, we started with the winchester i think right yeah it goes it it went uh winchester kent akron winchester again so this would have been our fifth, and then yeah. we also did the black black label show. So technically our sixth, uh, but still very very new. Uh, as we had no idea what we we're doing when we decided that we were going to do this, um, I just asked somebody what I should buy, and uh, they they made me a shopping list, and I bought it. You know what I mean? And then uh, we've been figuring it out as we go. <coughs> On. Um, Friday, you know, Chase Oliver is kind of heading up this department of, of, of production, so to speak. And, you know, we're getting things set up and we're trying to figure out, you know, what goes where. Are we going to do it like we did it last year? Yada, yada, yada. Um, and, you know, I go, well, let's we got to run the line first, you know, mm -hmm. and see see where we're at connection wise. So, you know, I'm doing other stuff. I tell them to run it. And, you know, he's like, nothing, nothing, nothing. We're, we're getting, and this is at like three o'clock or maybe two o'clock. Nothing, nothing, nothing. So he's like, hey, I, 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 have no, I have no signal. And I'm like, 
uh, well, go, you know, go check it out and I'll, I'll troubleshoot on the computer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do all that stuff to where it's like, you know, let's figure it out. And then I go and I go, well, show me where it's at. And, uh, got to put Chase Oliver on blast a little bit here. It was plugged into not a modem. (laughs) It was plugged into something that wasn't a modem. Uh, (laughs) but to be fair, it was like in the office and it was, it had the same ports as you would plug into a modem. And there was a bunch of stuff over there. Um, so I find the modem, plug it in, lights up. We have connection, run the test, have great speed, great speed, everything. Um, we go on with, you know, setting up the different things and, you know, charging the batteries, yada, yada, yada. <coughs> um, as the day is going on, though, nobody does this again and checks again. So we are, um, you know, Chase has a match. They're figuring that stuff out. Everyone's doing everything else. We have observational banter and Ethan. They're, you know, getting the cameras together and, you know, doing their white balancing and all that other, you know, all the other checklist stuff that we have to do. And then um, at 6.30, an hour before you go live, Fight wants you to start. You know, they want you to start your cameras, start your feed, so they can test things on their end and say, hey, adjust this, do that, change that. You know, it's pretty, like, the the fight stuff is pretty interesting because it's like a, you know, you get, like, hands-on customer support right there. And they tell you everything that you have to do, which is great because we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, 629 <clears throat> I go hey we got to start the stream nothing nothing like it's not not connecting to the internet now nobody else is aware of this doors are open now people are in people are starting to come in I have to get to the office which is like up the steps, like there's only those steps in really to the lobby, you know what I mean? Into the main gym. Mm-hmm. And like, I can't get up there because there's so many fucking people coming into the venue. Like it's a, it's a, it's a one way road at this point. So I'm like waiting it out. And finally I make my way up there and like everything's plugged in, but it's not lighting up. So I start, I'm, moving it around i'm changing you know i'm changing the ports all this other stuff and like i'm trying to text chase like are you getting anything are you getting anything like nothing 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 nothing's lighting up and uh i go fuck and i just happen to go and i go i'm gonna look where this big metal door is that they ran the cord underneath of the door and sure enough, that fucking, that Ethernet cable was just sliced right there at the door. Somebody had opened and shut that door at least one time and cut the Ethernet cable in half. Uh, oh. Which, I don't know if you know, I, I don't know if you're familiar with 
200 feet of Ethernet cable, but it is not a cheap investment. It and, is not. Uh, which we will get to here in a second. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, fuck. We have a backup, but it's 50 feet. Doors are open at this point, right? And I go, dude, we have, like, I, I know that we're on the east side and that's where Micro Center is. And if anybody knows what Micro Center is, it's like a, an electronics computer specialty store. If anyone is going to have a long Ethernet cable, it's going to be Micro Center. Uh, like, you can't just go to Walmart and get 200 foot Ethernet cable. So we're all like frantic, right? Like I said, doors are open, whatever. I look up, I see razor sharp. I say razor sharp, go to micro center. It is 14 minutes from here. I looked it up on my, my GPS. I said, go there, get a 200 foot Ethernet cable and come right back. <coughs> so I send him. And at this point we're running to see how, how much space we have with the 50 foot backup Ethernet cable. Pedro is trying to fucking splice the the 200 footer back together. You know, like anybody that was walking in at this time that's listening to the podcast, it's all everybody standing at the door, uh, the main door into the gym. This is where this is because Pedro is is trying to with all of his fucking, you know, just masterful mind of skills, try to splice this Ethernet cable together, which Sounds impossible, but he's got a knife out and he's like, you know, he's trying to, you know, connect these cords and do all this shit. Chase Oliver's trying to run this 50 footer. We realize that from where the modem is with the cable, we're not even like getting into the gym area. Like there's, we would have to. We would have to set up out like in that lobby, which then makes it impossible for the camera cords and everything else. Um, mm-hmm. So we go well. Razor Sharp was only was going fourteen minutes. When I sent Razor Sharp, it was six forty p.m. I will never forget this because I go we we have enough time to start on time. So I thought. So we just go, okay, it's a, we're the, the, the fate of this show is in now in the hands of razor sharp. You know, everyone goes, this is, you know, this is our final hope because our backup cable is not going to make it without us having to tear everything down, set everything back up that, and that's just going to take probably way too long. And then we don't even know if our, our camera cords would make it. <coughs> so Pedro striking out on splicing the wires together because, you know, I, I don't know anything about Ethernet cables, but there's a lot of different wires inside of them, apparently, we've discovered. And, you know, there's. Yeah, so it's not crum- the same. Crumbling. Like, if there's an electrical line, it's like when you have like an electrical cable, it's typically to like wires, like copper wires, essentially, that you can splice into and you connect two on one side, two on the other. Very simple, easy stuff. But an Ethernet cable has a whole bunch of small little wires and metal and lines and everything so in, small. inside. So it, it's 
Yeah. They're so small, small and impossible for him to deal with. Um, so the fate of the show is now in the hands of Razor Sharp at 6.40 p.m. Uh, like, I, I sent him a message. I say, 200-foot Ethernet cable. Two Legs sends him the same message. 200-foot Ethernet cable. Two Legs is trying to call so they have it ready. But, like, it just goes to, like, they have, like, a corporate answering service. It's not going directly to the store. So, like, all these people are trying to make sure that it's ready for when Razor Sharp arrives. Finally, he messages. He's like, I'm here. I'm looking for it. I, I'm like, ask somebody. Just don't even look for it yourself. Just, you have to specifically just go find somebody and ask them. So then he's like, you know, he says something like, uh, you know, whatever it's called, like a KAT9 or, you know, some whatever specific type of Ethernet cable it is for streaming. Yeah. And I say, yes. Um, and he goes, okay, got it. And then he goes, and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to put the Razor Man on blast here, but the Razor Man is not the most uh, financially liquid person, and I did not take this into consideration when I sent him to on this mission. And I sent him on the mission because he was the first person I saw, and I knew he had a car. So he drives there. He talks to somebody. He gets what he needs, and then he discovers that it is two hundred and fifty dollars. For this Ethernet cable, and he goes, I don't, I, I can't, I don't, I can't cover it. I don't have, like, I don't have two hundred fifty dollars on me. Uh, I was like, Do you have a credit card? And he's like, No. He's like, I, I don't. He's like, I have my debit card, but I can't cover that. Um, so I'm like, Fuck. Like now, like now, what? At this point, it's like seven fifteen. I thought he was gonna be back fifteen minutes ago. Uh. Or, or right then, because it was like 14 minutes. So by my math, I thought he'd be back about 7.15. Um, and then I'm like, well, what the fuck? Like, now what? Like, now I'm, I'm trying to find somebody to go there, right? And now I know we're going to be behind. Then he says, well, you can zell me. And I say, well, I don't know what that is. And, like, <laughs> he, he's like, zell is instant. So I... I'm on my bank app and I'm signing like I have to I'm signing up for this Zelle service, which is like a you can send money like you could it's like wiring money bank to bank. There's no like Venmo or anything like that where you have to wait. Yeah. So like now I'm like I'm because we don't have internet, so like I can't do it on the actual computer back there. So I'm like signing up for this service on my phone and then I have to get his information and then I zell him the money. And then he's waiting for it to clear. Uh, and then it clears. And then I'm like, okay, hurry back. And he's like, oh, well, uh, it's Black Friday. I'm like, okay. And then he sends me a picture. And, like, the checkout line is fucking so long. And I'm <laughs> like, dude, like, this is, like, it could not get any worse. Uh, so he doesn't get back until 10 after 8. That's I mean that's that's why that's why we started. I think we started at like 8:15. So he gets back, I'm waiting outside. I flag him down. I got students standing in the back. I say go to the like I say go to that door. 
he, you know, speeds up there, hands off the Ethernet cable. Poor, poor Ethan grabs it. He's trying to run it, drops it, gets all tangled up in the back. <laughs> so now we have, we literally have 15 people trying to untangle this cord and get it plugged in. So like every time we get a little bit more untangled, the first person moves down a little bit closer and a little bit closer and a little bit closer until we finally got it. Cause I mean, it fucking got all tangled up. I mean, I don't even know how this is possible. Uh, but like if I wish somebody took a picture of it, cause like backstage, like all the wrestlers are like standing in this line and it's like a, it's like a, uh, conveyor belt or something. You know what I mean? Like a, like a, like everybody is like, tangling and feeding and feeding the the cord down further and further and further you know it was all knotted up like it, it, i like it, i was just like this is the worst fucking day of my life and now you know this is it like if something goes bad like if this cable gets torn when we're untangling it like we're fucked like it's over um this whole time fight is like blowing me up like hey like you said we're starting at 7.45. And then, like, you know, I kept going. He's not back yet. So then they push it back 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes. Uh, so then we finally got it plugged in. Finally got a connection. <coughs> we tested it on, you know, we we told Fight, like, hey, we're in. They said, they as soon as they saw a connection on their end, they said, we're going live. And then uh, we went live, like, it's almost as soon as that Ethernet cable was plugged in, we flipped the switch and went live. Yeah, we uh, you know, we typically do the yeah. So for so for those who were there live, I obviously was walking around. We did a little trivia thing, tossed out some stuff for free uh, to kill time, and that crowd was not happy about it. They were not happy, and. Um, I mean, they were happy once I was like, hey, who wants some free stuff? But uh, they were not happy when I said we were going to have a delay. Uh, so, you know, I went out there and did all my pre-show announcements then because typically I would be in the ring. We do stuff. Hey, guys, we're going to go live in X amount of time, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, be ready. We're going to count it down, this, this, and that. And instead we were like, nope, we're walking out the curtain and we are going live. <laughs> And that's that's exactly uh, what happened. So for those who were there in attendance, uh, traditionally I would walk into the ring, do a little spiel, whatever. Uh, yeah, we were live before I w- walked out of that curtain and walked uh, and made my way to the ring. So uh, a different feel, and we we're just like, let's let's go. Here we go. We're going now. It's to the warning of no one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was trying to get your attention because all the head pieces, ear pieces and walkie talkies were all spread out for like production and all this other stuff. And I'm like, somebody get Steve back here. We're plugging it in right now. And like, nobody was, you know, nobody was getting you. So like, I think when it went live, you were like actually like giving something away (laughs) or something, you know, like (laughs) when the stream went live and then we got you back and then, uh, then we started, but nobody knew what you're doing because we still had the audio muted. So Uh. like, um, cause I just watched it back and like the audio is muted for the first couple seconds and, uh, you know, fights like unmute your audio, unmute your audio. Um, 
so they didn't catch any of your your giveaway stuff i don't think on on the actual stream that's good i can save those trivia questions for another time maybe no spoilers then yeah chandler's mom uh uh, texted me she was like said that she was going to try to answer all the questions about chandler just uh just just as a joke yeah she told me that too (laughs) i would have been perfect uh yeah so we got the show we started things off um it was look a great show in terms of matches uh we kicked things off with Jocelyn versus masha slamovich that's that's a an aiw debut well, right I, there correct yeah I, and i just want to point out that this may have been the most boring story on earth but on friday the the pressure and the stress level <laughs> When all your hopes and dreams are are in the hands of the Razor Man, and you are just kind of, you know, you're just leaving it in the hands of God, Razor Razor Sharp at that point. You know what I mean? It's you, we've left it up to God, and uh, Razor Sharp uh, controls all of our destiny for uh, fight and honoring our fight contract and delivering a live stream like we are contractually obligated to do. Uh, as well as you know, delivering the stream to our fans that were waiting to stream it, uh, on top of delaying the show for the live crowd that was getting really upset with us in the delay, uh, there was like a lot of yeah. I mean, they were at that point. So the thing to keep in mind is, yes, we had Matt Cardona there, but if you are regularly at AIW shows, even if you've been to a handful of AIW shows over the last couple of years, you've done the Matt Cardona meet and greet. Now he always has new merch and there's always somebody that hasn't met him yet or, or wants a new picture with him. So like that happens, but it's not like a typical hell on earth. Like last year, for instance, when we're at the same venue. We've got Jeff Jarrett there, right? And there are so many people who have never met him. There are people who have started following AIW and coming to shows regularly who were not when we had Jeff Jarrett at Mount Carmel. So we're not like, we don't have necessarily a ton of stuff for those people to do. They're in their seats. They're ready to go. They're not waiting in line for this big meet and greet. Like they typically maybe would, which, you know, all the more impressive because we end up packing 500 plus in there and we don't pull the whole big, you know, meet and greet deal where we've got a whole bunch of extra people, um, you know, we've got people coming in just for the meet and greet and then they stay because they're curious right. and they want to watch the wrestling. So like we already have that crowd and w- w- drawing that crowd, like, like we drew that crowd. <laughs> so they were there to come see us and we're like, yeah, guys, uh, sit tight for about 40 minutes and we're going to figure this thing out. Uh, right. and, and the irony is, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just saying like, it was just. Like worst case scenario because how yeah. things were trending, we were gonna come nowhere close to that number earlier in the week. Um, we were expecting it to do okay, but like not anywhere near five hundred. And then you know because we didn't have the meet and greet, like tickets weren't trending that way. Like they were they're trending to be good, but not huge. And then we like the walk up is just like unreal and like 
people are just as many people are packed in there as they there were last year and there is no big name and we're uh, like a one like on one hand it's like wow like we fucking pulled it you know what i mean like you can you know it's it's a team mm-hmm. effort you know like Matt Cardona contributes to that. Masha Slamovich contributes to that. The the you know all the local core guys contribute to that. But like typically you have to have that big meet and greet to push people, you know, kind of, you know, to give people that push to buy the ticket. And that's why we do it. And you know, we've noticed when we don't do it how things trend low and when we do have a a, a good meet and greet things, you know, typically trend much higher uh as, as far as ticket sales go. So, like, I look out and I'm like, holy fuck, you know? And, like, you know, Pedro's trying to splice this wire. And then we got, you know, we have students trying to control the line of of walk-up. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? You know, like, there was, like, a, a million different things running through my head. And I'm, like, proud of everybody. And then I'm just like, but we are fucking failing so hard backstage right now you know like everything was was crumbling so like and it was just like when you find a solution another problem has arose you know what i mean like and uh there was some like uh, there was other stuff that was going wrong too so it was just like tons of like just tons of issues and then it's like you can't even enjoy and be proud because now you know, you know, and you know, to their credit, the majority of them did. But like, I'm thinking, like, the longer we stall, the less people are going to be there for the main event. The less hot they're going to be for the main event. You know what I mean? Yep. So, uh, I'm thinking of like all that too. You know, the the because now you know we're obviously getting out of there later. You know, we have a we also have an agreement with an after party. You know, we have to be there by a certain time. Um, and now the show is for sure going to run long. It's a flashback to those uh, four or five hour long Mount Carmel shows, you know, where we used to lose the audience a bit for the uh, the main events. They'd just be kind of taken off or clearing right out. Right. So, I mean, all that stuff's floating through my head on top of, you know, it was it was heavy. You know, it was a, it was a 10 match card. You know, we tried to get as many people on uh, as we could including all the new kids. So like we don't even have a dark bench to, th- to throw out there during this time to kind of like, yeah, cause we have no bodies, <laughs> you know, but Bush good boy is there. Um, and it's like, well, who do you have? You know, who do you have him wrestle? Uh, you know? So it's just like, uh, there was like, this was like the rare, like there weren't a lot of like hanger on people trying to get booked at this show for whatever reason. So it's like, we couldn't even fill time that way. So, um, yeah, it was just, uh, a, a nightmare. I mean, at this point we've been rambling for 40 minutes. So I don't know if we're going to break down the whole show. Um, it, but yeah, I guess probably not. Well, so the irony with this first match is that it's about, I don't know, five or 10 minutes. That's eh, probably like 10 minutes before showtime. And I don't see Masha or Jocelyn backstage. And I'm like, ooh, where is our first match? Maybe 15 minutes before. And like, I know that we're starting kind of late, but like, where the heck are they? And at this time, we don't know how late we're saying we're starting. We don't have the update from Razor yet. We think that he's probably almost back. 
And um, so I'm like, man, where are they? And then finally I see them like five minutes or so right before show is supposed to start. And I go up to them and say, hey, just so you know, we're starting no sooner than 745. <laughs> and they're like, oh, what word? And I was like, yeah, because they had to go. They went to like the women's locker room. There's no real actual locker room in that setup. We're backstage. People are getting ready. So they go to the women's locker room. They do their thing, put their makeup on, get geared up in there and everything because there are no mirrors or anything backstage, obviously. So they're like, oh, wow, we were, we were rushing to get over here. They both were like, because I'm, you know, I'm taking my time and then realizing how much time, how much little time I have left. And they both rushed to get in there. And here it turns out they've you know, still had plenty of time. Uh, so I'm like, oh, well, all right, that, that works. Glad we don't have to all sweat that, but still. See, I saw them in a different scenario when we're running the Ethernet cable in. And I like they're both sitting there. I'm like, we are going as soon as this is plugged in. You, if you you have two minutes to get warmed up or less, you know what I mean? We're, at, we're starting. at that point, they don't have the update. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like they, this is when the Ethernet cable is there, you know, and like, yeah, this, when they're untangling it and they were just like, they didn't know. They're just like sitting there looking at their phones. I was like, we're going in two minutes or less, like get ready right now. So like. You know, because they were all warmed up and ready to go at 730. But at this point, like I said, it's mm-hmm. like 815. You know what I mean? So, like, they've been waiting, <coughs> you know, just kind of, like, standing around. So, I was like, you guys need to, you know, get in whatever headspace you need to do. And get your body ready to go. Because as soon as we can go, we're going. And uh, that's what we did. Um, another issue, which I'll just cover this other <laughs> just total fucking production <laughs> blunder as well is um this one's not my fault this one i'm going to throw chase oliver under the bus here uh hopefully he doesn't get too angry and, and scream at me but i had bought all these memory cards so like we never have to worry about a memory card cuz like the first winchester show we got these memory cards and you know He's like, we should shoot in 4K, but we 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 won't because it takes up too too much memory. Yada yada yada. So I'm like, well, we have these 4K cameras. I'm gonna buy these, you know, top of the line memory cards. So each camera can have two in them. We don't have to ever worry about running out of space. So <coughs> I do that. They're like, a, I don't. Know, I think they're like a, they were like 100 bucks each uh, for these 4K memory cards. So I buy them all, you know what I mean? At And then we have them in, I think we had them at Halloween uh, for uh, at the Winchester show. <coughs> so Chase forgot, Chase forgot the memory cards too. At, and he went to the store earlier in the day and bought memory cards, but he didn't buy four. He just bought one each for the cameras. And he goes, oh, these are fine more than enough space on them. Well, once we hit intermission, the uh, observational banter and Ethan come back and they're like, hey, these got like 30 minutes left on them. And, you know, at this point, I want to cut intermission. Mm -hmm. You know, like I want to go, I want to do like a a quick five or ten. Yeah. And um, I'm telling everybody as such because we have to make up time. 
Um, and then they go, we have to dump this footage. So then like so much stuff is plugged in the laptop. There is no port for a card. So Chase has two MacBook Pros. He has like an old one and a new one, but he just has them in a bag. So he like opens those up and like he puts the one in and it's like 17 minutes to transfer. And I'm like, fuck, (laughs) you know, and then we're already like five minutes into this 10 minute intermission I want to take. Yeah. And then, you know, he's, it has multiple ports and he puts the other one in and it's like saying an hour. So I'm like, oh my God, like now we're not even going to be able to tape the rest of this show. Uh, with raw footage. So then he opens up this other MacBook and plugs it in and it's like 20 minutes. So anyone wondering why the intermission ran so long, <laughs> it's because we didn't have the memory cards that we needed uh, for the show and we had to dump the footage. Uh, this all may sound like the most boring shit on earth, but when you are new to this and you're running a live event and you're trying to hit times and keep viewership live and keep fans you know engaged in the live crowd this well, both is both like, sets of fans engaged really right. because you don't want to lose that viewership with a, a really long intermission that they go and do something they forget about it or they flip over to something else right so like every minute is just so valuable and like i was fucking so stressed but like i can't get mad at anybody because that's not gonna that's not gonna solve the issues you know what i mean it's just like you have to just sit there and and wait and like i was like oh my god you know like first you know all like everything seemed to be a problem this day production wise um and it makes you go like fuck like why did we do this? Like, why did we decide that we were going to take all of this on? You know what I mean? Like, because it, like, it just, it never, it, it, it happened before, but like, it wasn't our problem to fix it, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. But when it's your problem to fix it, like it, it is a whole nother list of problems to add to a show day. Um, and you know, it, I guess I just wanted to explain, like, you know, because I know people were fucking pissed. Like, I know people yeah. were pissed live in the crowd. I know people were pissed that we were expecting to stream it, you know, and like we probably lost live viewership when, you know, we start, you know, 45 minutes late or whatever it was. Uh, and I mean, it was on, you know, it, it was, it was our fault. We weren't, we, we, we were not prepared for, such a disaster of all this stuff to go wrong. We are now very much prepared because not only did I send razor sharp to micro center, I was ordering more ethernet, more ethernet cables on Amazon while I was waiting for him to get back. Uh, So now I have uh, a few backups sitting on my kitchen table right now. Uh, But you know, this was like probably one of the biggest learning experiences uh, for all of us, I think, uh, and I think it taught us a lot of lessons and it taught us, 
you know, it's not as easy as maybe it has been these, those first couple, you know, the, the first one, we couldn't get the audio, but then, you know, it's progressively gotten a little smoother and a little better for the most part. Um, but, uh, everything that could go wrong went wrong. Uh, another thing that went wrong (coughs) to address another issue for the people that streamed live, uh, during PME and members only, we lost signal. Uh, that was because Chase Oliver decided he was going to stand up and he was going to, you know, get ready for his match. And when he stood up, he had been sitting there for so long. Like he didn't realize when he walked away, he kicked the ethernet cable out of the computer. Like his foot caught it and like, he didn't realize it and it ripped it right out of the computer. And that's why it goes no signal from the venue. Uh, and then, you know, like two legs and me and everyone were like, you know, it's taped down, but you don't know, you know, we don't know where it wound up because there's 8 billion cords backstage now. And like, we're right. like frantically trying to find this cord and plug it back in. Uh, I actually watched the replay and I timed it and like, we only missed 31 seconds uh, of PME and members only. Uh, but yeah, it was just like every single thing that you could have, like outside of like, the camera's not turning on or a battery dying. Like every other thing I felt like went wrong on Friday night production wise. Like, I mean, which once it got going, once it got going, I got going, but like leading up and like so many other little things, like it was like such a fucking nightmare. We, uh, you know, you're giving them some flack here. So I want to, I want to give us a positivity here. It is still a tremendous, job that chase oliver does i mean people don't necessarily realize you just said that he has to get ready for his match right oh, so i'm not i'm chase not, I'm not knocking me at all and sits in gorilla no i know i know but yeah but you know this way people don't jump on twitter or whatever oh fucking chase Oliver. it's like no man he says he sits back there and because a lot of people don't realize this produces the show he's in the earpiece of the camera people telling them getting the shots he's handling it so everything that you're watching at home he is dictating and directing what shot you're seeing, zoom in, close up, you know, all this stuff, zoom in, zoom out. And so he's doing all of that. And then has a little bit of time, you know, gets ready for his match, figures it out, then goes through the curtain, has his match, comes right back, cools off just a little bit, and then sits back down and produces the rest of the show. Like that's, yeah, I, I mean, like, that, it's an amazing, I like, dude, it's I an amazing it. I was, thing. I was like, dude, I got it. Go change. He's like, no, he's like, I'll do it. Uh, yeah, I'm not knocking him. I'm just saying it was just like one of those things where we were all like looking at each other like, yeah, man, we're fucking idiots. Like how could any of these problems <laughs> have happened? You know, like, uh, and it's like one of those things where like everybody's so mad, but you have to laugh at it because that's the only way that you can get through it. You know what I mean? Like there was no other solution. And like, even, even backstage, we're like, we know that like shit is just burning around us. And like, we're just all sitting there going, it's up the razor sharp now, guys. You know, like there was no, cause there was no other solution, you know, like no one else, no, no one was going to pull a 200 foot ethernet cable, you know, out of their gear bag. And it's just right. like, everyone is sitting there sweating and it's just like, well, it's up the razor sharp. And then it was just like, 
it was like a drama. You know what I mean? It's like he found it. He doesn't have the money. I got a Zell. It's fucking Black Friday. It's a huge line. He's on his way back. <laughs> you know, like, and it just kept building and building and building. And then I'm like, on the like, I'm just also, you know, talking to fight, and I'm like, he said he's on his way. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know where he's at. Uh, and you know, in retrospect, I don't think any of us look at Black Friday the same as everybody else looks at Black Friday. So, like, nobody was even thinking, like, oh, yeah, a fucking store is going to be packed, you know, because it's a gigantic electronics store that's doing Black Friday deal. Like, nobody thought about that part, you know. There's just, like, so much dumb shit that happened. And then, after all that, this three-way happens... And then I feel like we've we're gonna lose the building too, you know. Uh, <laughs> so like I've dealt with um, all this, and then I tell people like, don't bleed in this, you know. Like there was actually a whiteboard with things that you are not allowed to do. That is the first time in AEW history there is a list of shit backstage that you are not to do, <laughs> and uh, bleeding all over the fucking public sportsplex was one of them, and. Uh, well, they bled, and at this point, I go, "Well, fuck!" Like, I'm gonna go get a drink and see, like, because we don't know that the building people are there. You know, like we just see like there's like a teenager setting up volleyball courts in the locker room. You know, for the next day. So I'm like, I don't know if this if this this guy's in charge or if there's a real building person here still. Uh, so I go to the bar area, and like, sure enough, like the guy is there and I'm like, fuck, like I'm just gonna, I'm just, I'm ready to take it. You know what I mean? Like, and just my thought is, is I'm going to go there and I'm going to get yelled at long enough. So the three way could finish and the main event could finish. So like, this is like my thought processes as a promoter with a live show going on with everything else that has gone bad. I think that I'm going to stall this guy enough that he's going to yell at me for so long that we'll be able to finish the show and then we won't have to stop it before the end because I thought for sure they were going to shut it down with all the blood. And um, I go over there and I talk to the guy and he's like not mad at all. And I'm like, so, you know, I'm like feeling it out. And I'm like, Hey man, like, you know, this wasn't supposed to happen. I apologize. And, um, you know, razor sharps, razor sharps there with him. He, he appears again, our hero. He appears from the kitchen of the bar. I don't even know why he's back there. And uh, <laughs> he's there with a mop and he's like, Hey, you know, I'm ready to mop it up. You know, he knows the guy and uh, he's like, I'm ready to mop. You know, I'm ready to go. And like the guy goes, you know, this guy. And I go razor sharp. He goes, yeah, he goes, this is a good fucking guy. If you're good with razor sharp, you're good with me. <laughs> like, okay, dude. <laughs> razor sharp is the hero of the whole fucking day on Friday. And uh I'm like trying not to laugh. You know what I mean? Because he's just dead serious. He's like, you're good with razor sharp, you're good with me, you're good with us, you're good with four sports. And I'm like, razor sharp. It's like what like is the is the mayor of the four sports complex. And uh 
I'm like, he's great, you know? And, like, uh, Razor Sharp puts me over a little bit and puts AW over and for, you know, what we've done for him. And, uh, you know, I, I tell the guy, like, hey, you know, like, uh, anything you need from us, like, we're going to clean it all up, all the stuff. And he's just like, oh, we did we did real good at the bar tonight, so I can't be that mad at you. You know, let's just keep it under control for the next time. And I was like, no. No problem, dude. No problem. And then by the time I went out, I like I got done with the conversation. The main event was in the ring, so I knew that we were in the home stretch no, no matter what at that point. <laughs> if anybody wonders why we did a Russell Razor show and a tribute, you know what I mean? Like, no longer question it, folks. Uh, we... If there's something that we have done, l- listen, we have talked a lot of trash over the, as we talked at the beginning, uh, six plus years that we've been on this podcast together uh, about each other, about people, but we also have been good about giving people their flowers. Uh, so that's why we just went back, made sure we tell you exactly what Chase Oliver did. And that's why we have the Russell Razor show at Winchester, uh, because these things happen. Uh, the man becomes a hero and there you like, go. I, so I literally serving his own show. I literally couldn't believe it. Like I uh, like, cause I've been yelled at it by venue people before we've had venues kick us out before. Like I know what it's like when some shit's going on that they don't want to happen in their fucking space. So like I am walking, it's like walking to death row. Like I know I am just gonna just fucking get berated and I got to take it long enough for this show to end. And that's all I have to do. And like, that's my job as a promoter. You know what I mean? I got to go and I got to go take it on the chin and like, just let this guy just yell at me. And, and I'm walking to this bar in the back for anybody that was there, you know, exactly. It's a long, it's a long walk down to this bar area that anyone that was at the venue so I'm walking down this hallway. There's nobody else in it. Everybody was in watching the, the three-way. And I'm just like, and why I assume that we're getting in trouble is because there's windows from the bar that could see. So mm-hmm. I'm just like walking down this hallway and I am just expecting to just get yelled at. And Sure enough, Razor Sharp appears out of nowhere from the kitchen of the bar, mind you. Like, that's what's the funniest to me. (laughs) It's like, he didn't, like, come up to me, like, or walk in there, like, the same way I did. Like, Razor Sharp appeared out of the kitchen of the bar as if he worked there. And all this happens. And then, like, people are also ordering drinks while I'm talking to this guy. And he's like, yeah, Razor's got you. And, like, Razor is, like, getting beers for people. Like, he's the bartender. And I'm like, it was like being in the Twilight Zone for 15 minutes. Like, and I'm just like, wait, like, I'm not getting yelled at. Like, they they want us to come back. They're not that mad at us. Uh, May 20th, by the be, way, folks. Because Razor Sharp is on our team. You know what I mean? Like, and I was just like, this is not what I was expecting, but like after just like mentally getting the shit kicked out of me with all the problems, I was just like, all right, like 
no problems anymore. You know what I mean? Like I was like, I, you know what? I'm going to take a drink <laughs> and I got a drink and I went and I, I watched the, the end of the show and, you know, I talked to broski and I talked to a couple other people and, uh, I was so happy it was, it was over. Uh, but that was just like a highlight to like end such a bad day full of problems. Um, razor sharp, razor sharp. It's not the hero we wanted. He was the hero we needed on Black Friday. <laughs> let me uh, let me ask you this question now, because he's he's sat there in Gorilla for, as we said, five shows now. Who gets hotter when something happens while sitting in that Gorilla seat, Dominic Garini or Chase Oliver? Oh man, uh, that's tough. Chase gets bad, <laughs> but Chase has not whipped any electrical equipment yet in uh, in Gorilla. Maybe because it's <laughs> he doesn't own it, you know. Maybe because it's all it's all mine. But I tell you, I once saw Dominic Green take a fucking uh, not an iPad, but. Uh, What's the other one? It was like a tablet or something, yeah. Yeah, it was like uh it was like the Microsoft whatever whatever it was, like uh Yeah. And he fucking slammed that thing on a table and then threw it across the Odeon. <laughs> and I went, Dom, like now what are we gonna do? <laughs> like one song didn't work. One song didn't work. But the other ones did. <laughs> now what? <laughs> and then I said, Dom, I said, I said, this is why you're not made for the big chair, brother. You're just the, uh, you're, you're the underboss. You're never going to be, you're never going to be the big boss. You can't handle the pressure. And he laughed. <laughs> it's uh, you know, that's a story that uh, never, just never gets old. The vision with that is just, is great. Uh, as we wind this down, uh, it's, yeah, we're, We'll we'll cover the matches in the show itself some other I day. I really thought that we were going to do a recap today. I was ready to do yeah. a recap, it, and then well, we recap some things. That's for sure. Uh, thanks to the folks at Bogside in Willowick for hosting the after party. Yeah, I, well, I'll tell you what the after party went right. You know how many times we've had an after party where we've been like that place just totally underestimated what we had and it was severely understaffed. Yes, that did not happen. They yeah, were no, appropriately well, staffed. They left the yeah. kitchen open late for us again. So everybody was super happy. Food was coming out. Like, that was great after a long night of uh, things going wrong. I met a strange businessman in there, too. Fonzie introduced me to. I don't know. I might I, I might have sold a percentage of AIW at, at some point on Friday night to a man with a lot of uh, jewelry on uh, that Fonzie, Fonzie introduced me to. Uh he gave me his he gave me his business card. I just actually found it when I was I was doing some laundry and I was like, who is this? And then I was like, whose business card is this? And then I went, Oh, this is the guy that Fonzie introduced me to. Uh <laughs> he said he's an entrepreneur and he was looking to he's looking to get involved in the business. Uh so <laughs> I don't know. I wish that uh, I could recall our exact conversation. So I don't even know if I'm the owner of AIW anymore, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> This man had he a lot to, of uh, 
he had a lot of jewelry on and I went and Fonzie was like, this guy's got some, this guy's got some money, daddy. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's looking to get involved. He wants to buy I, a seat on the board, huh? Yeah. He might've bought the whole board. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I had some money in my pocket. I don't know where it came from. So <laughs> I don't, <laughs> hopefully there's no napkin contracts laying, you know, out there, uh, in Willowick. There may be. We'll have to ask if they oh. found anything during the cleanup. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Speaking of big money, shout out to the Goldsteins for making the trip in. Yeah. The big, well, yeah, the big, big, big ballers came in from the East Coast uh, on Black Friday. It was great to see them, uh, as always. Um, I think they brought you. Did they, I th- think they brought you some gifts, didn't they? Uh, that no, them? that was from no that. Um, the gifts were from uh, Scotty Random and uh, oh. Jose, who drive down from Michigan. Shout out to Scott Random too, as as well. Yeah, yeah, they gifted me with uh, the Ooze Juice, uh, the Zoa Energy drinks. So they hooked me up. They, uh, you know what? I was an idiot and I didn't save them. They were special edition Black Adam cans. Had the rock on there. Might have been collectible, cool. dude. I know. I don't think about that stuff when I do it. I just like, oh, I like to drink this, and I ah, should have saved it. Who knows? I'll tell you what, though. Um, Two legs gave me this. So when I when I returned to the locker room mm-hmm. with with my with my one drink, uh, Two legs was like, oh hey, uh, you want another one? While we're like after the show, when we're cleaning up, I'm like, sure, and like. He like mixes me a Tito's with a Mike's Hard Lemonade, and like that, like no one should have, no one should ever do this, okay? Like, because you should not you should not use alcohol as your mixer, because this is how you get in conversations with jewelry guys at the at the Bogside Inn or whatever it's called. Because <laughs> I was I, I was fucked up, and I go, and I'm thinking about it the next day, and I'm like. It was that fucking blue raspberry hard lemonade mixer that did me in. Yeah, man. Uh, back when uh, back when I, I used to drink beer, uh, I'll tell you what. I used to drop a shot of Jameson into a Christmas ale. My tolerance is That just, was something. My tolerance just isn't what it is anymore. And, uh, man, that. Yeah, yeah we can't discuss that on here. That did, yeah, that did me in. <laughs> Did, did, that it did. Did me in, man. All, the, all, all I know is at four o'clock in the morning, I was listening to, I was listening to uh, no, no Limit Records albums in my living room <laughs> for no reason at all. <laughs> 4 a.m. It's blasted Cain and Abel. That's, uh, you know, love that for you. That sounds about right. That's, yeah, that's on, I mean, that's on par. Haven't we haven't had we? I mean, we haven't really been doing too much after partying, so um, yeah. I, I some of us got it got it in a little bit on Friday, <coughs> me included. Yeah, and uh, I blame it all on that two legs, that two legs drink. Just I don't know what it did. It sent me into another dimension. Well, December thirtieth, we've got the after party already lined up. So there is, is that, that right? folks. So the, yep. I mean, this would this this would 
classify as a sponsorship that you forgot at the top of the show. Oh, well, well, thanks to the dive bar, uh, our nice Odeon, you know, it's become a, a, an Odeon tradition of a, an after party spot. So we'll be back at the dive bar December 30th for the after party. That should be a good time. Oh, yeah. They are always happy and thrilled to have us. I tell you what, December 30th, I ain't fucking walking up that hill. Somebody's going to have to get me a fucking bird scooter rental or something. Mm. It's going to be well, cold. Maybe Razor, maybe Razor will put his cape on that day again. Hey, he is a hero. Can we, we should probably, we should get the Razor Man a cape, I think is what should happen here. As I said that out loud, we should, right? I think. I'm be sure a real superhero. Not. Sure, we can do that. Also, you know, before we go, you got to shout out Pedro, who hand built that entire new entranceway and stage. Yeah, and, um, you know, made the you know made the letters with the diamond plate and all that stuff. Uh, that was all Pedro, who uh, has been working on that <coughs> for the last couple weeks. Um, reinf- of course, when he you know makes the the new general stage. The walkway that we dust off gets completely destroyed, uh, so he's going to have to go back in the shop with that uh, for whenever we use that again. Probably not till May, but uh, yeah, shout out to Pedro for uh, putting that new stage and uh, entranceway together as well. An invaluable member of the AIW machine. Yeah, absolutely. That, I mean that yeah that stage looks awesome. That's uh what are we calling that like our nitro our WCW nitro stage? Yeah, the AIW nitro stage. The AIW nitro stage. <laughs> the AIW nitro stage. Uh, do we still have the regular stage or is that those are the regular letters right? He just refinished, just redid. He like took them and like re- he took what was existing and like reinforced it, rebuilt it. Um, he made the stage higher. He, he did all kind. He did all kinds of stuff that I don't understand because I literally don't even know how to use a drill or a tool at all. So uh, he did a lot of stuff. I went to his house and like his whole garage was just like a wood shop for AIW. Um, just stuff everywhere. And um, yeah, he 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 did that all by himself. Worked on it uh, for the last couple months in his garage. So you know. It's nice for now until the students ruin it when they're trying to load out quickly in the middle of the night. Uh, but uh, for now, we have, I mean, it could already be ruined. I don't know. But on Friday, we had a really nice entranceway. I don't know what it's going to look like after that. But uh, Well, hey, if know. you want to know, come find out Friday, December 30th, uh, as the Odeon tickets are, in fact, on sale. <coughs> Lockdown, another return. I won't. I won't announce it just yet. But uh, started uh, piecing the card together this week. Um, I've been a little bit behind the eight ball when it comes to booking the shows, uh, just because, you know, especially coming out of that crazy schedule. Uh, but working on working on quite a few different things uh, for 1230 right now. Uh, and I think it's going to be one you're not going to want to miss. Last one of the year. Uh, last one of the Odeon until like almost the spring, uh, as it looks right now, uh, looking at our 2023 schedule. Um, 
So not going to be in the Cleveland area much at the beginning of the year, it seems. Uh, so come on out on 1230. Uh, we're going to party, like Steve said, at the dive bar afterwards. So, yeah, I mean, let's uh, let's close. I, I was so ecstatic about the turnout on Friday. I mean, it was, it over delivered in every way. As far as live attendance, I would love to over deliver at the Odeon as well, because the Odeon is always a hit or miss crowd. Um, and you know, when we, when we go back to Eastlake in May, we're going to find out, was it black Friday? Is it the venue? Is, you know what I mean? Like, is it the area? Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that we don't know, you know, why we did so well on Friday. <clears throat> um, well, you know, we know why we do well. We we work hard, but we didn't expect it to do as well as it did. Um, I would love to overachieve and overshoot, you know, our predictions for live attendance at the Odeon on December thirtieth. There you go, folks. Make it happen. It's a great, uh, great signing off point. So that's up to you to help us do that. You know where to get the tickets, AIWrestling.com or on Eventbrite. There are, of course, tickets still available. Um, front Is front row sold we, out, though? Do you know off team? Uh, we, still, we still have some front rows. We have, uh, I think, three stage front rows left. Um, and I, th- I think about 15... Um, regular front row tickets left and then um okay all right there you go folks so still all sorts of different tickets available as it stands right now and you listen to this so uh check that out again aiwrestling.com or eventbrite follow us on social media at ai wrestling and uh the look we hope to see you later in december and uh, make a weekend of it. Cleveland's a nice time for New Year's Eve. Uh, it, it's fun. So make that happen. Make yourself some yeah. plans. Get a little weekend away if you're not from the area. Yeah, and I mean, if you plan on going out, you just go out twice because we're the New Year's Eve's Eve party. So you can just start your weekend exactly. off December 30th, Friday at AIW. Saturday, go do whatever it is you do. You know, I don't know. Everyone, Some people dress up. Some people... Uh, you know, go to bars, some people go to house parties. Um, and then, uh, you know, of course, the holidays on Sunday. So, you know, you can you can really make a weekend out of it in Cleveland. I'm sure that there's all sorts of stuff to do on Saturday and Sunday. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm just really – I'm really confident that we're going to do well on uh, December 30th. I hope that I am not wrong. Ooh. There you go. We'll find out, folks. Uh, so we'll see you December 30th. But before then, we hopefully will be talking to you real soon right here on this wonderful podcast that's been going for quite some time now. For AIW owner John Thorne, my name is Steve Guy. We'll talk to you next time right here on The Card is Going to Change. <laughs>